Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host from the Best Coast. We've got the one and only Linian. Hello. And we've got uh we've got Mark, who is uh patiently waiting. <laughs> Oh, hi. <laughs> and of course, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, uh, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And I am very happy to be here today with all of you while I uh, w- await my fate in the news. <laughs> so <laughs> this will be a, a very welcome distraction. All mm. right. Uh, but yeah. I don't know that I have too much Pokemon stuff that I've done this week. Some other things have been on my mind, for those mm-hmm. of you who know me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my newsfeed has been filled has been filled with things that are not Pokemon to find out what my job will entail on uh, this upcoming Monday. Which, if you're listening, you already know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You'll know the answer for sure. I feel like I know the answer <laughs> recording before, before Monday. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> but... Uh, welcome to the, uh, Puckle Podcast, like I said. Uh, yeah, I played some TCG this week to, uh, to do some stuff. I mean, so I was in, uh, I was in Madison, Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. One, not as bad of a place as I thought it would be. Why would you think it was bad? Uh, cause it's the Midwest and it's just like, hey, here's another city in the Midwest. But Madison's like one of those like hip towns. Like everybody wants, it's a, I don't know. I, I know some people who live there and it seems like a very, uh, it's like the Austin of the Midwest. I don't know that I would call it the Austin, but it is definitely pretty chill. Like, I, one, the lakes are actually beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love looking at the lakes in, in Madison. I had been in Madison in, like, 2016, but this is my first time back there since, mm-hmm. as, like, a proper adult, not a grad student. But, like, downtown, like, the the bar scene was pretty cool and chill. I was, I was actually pretty impressed. So, Madison, you've, you've got it. You've got mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, I was there. And so one of the things that I've been trying to find for the longest time, well, not trying to find, but one of the things I look out for, and this has, this, this does come back to Pokemon, I promise, <laughs> is uh, Gangenic Matte Prime sleeves. They mm-hmm. are incredibly difficult to get because apparently, like, I think Gangenic is just getting into the sleeves game, and I think they're having a hard time right. getting, like, a good, oh my gosh, supply chain going with them. So it's actually very difficult to get the game genetic prime sleeves. And I tried them out recently because one of my local game stores in Dayton had some and I bought them and I actually really like them. 
Uh, the problem is they only had like one color and it's like this really awkward, I, I want to say lime green, but they're not really lime green sleeves. And they've got this beautiful like turquoise blue sleeve that I wanted instead. Uh, but it's very hard to get a hold of. But I went to Madison and I was walking around. I went to a small little TCG store there. It was definitely mostly meant for magic and not for Pokemon people, but I went in there. <laughs> I almost bought Fort, Linian. I almost bought Fort. They had it. And I, I went in there and they had the, they had the Primat sleeves in the, uh, in the blue color. And so I, I bought out whatever they had in stock <laughs> because I, I like them as a nice cheap sleeve because they're, they're a little bit cheaper than the Dragon Shields. And I feel like they shuffle pretty fine. I have no problems with the shuffle seal. That they that they I I at some point will need to stop using uh, the different dragon shields mostly because the store that I buy uh, between myself and my fiance we're basically we've basically using them all for different decks yeah and given that they can absolutely be played in the same game it can be a problem with how (laughs) cards change hands in that game yeah so it's like Uh, oh no oh no that would be a problem yeah I picked some of those up it was a good time. I, I haven't put a deck in them yet because I'm, I was like, oh man, I was following my rule of when a new set comes out, you just wait a little bit to, uh, to watch the card prices fall, but that is not happening with 151. Like the card price is pretty much like bottomed out on release day and now they're going back up. Or did they? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they're going, well, I think it's because it's, <laughs> this isn't one, one is not a typical set, right? It's right. not like a standard yeah. set. It's it, like, I can't buy a booster box of 151. No, I have to go buy, you know, 151 products, which is slightly annoying. Pokemon, mm. they do it to me on purpose. It seems to be a little difficult to get a hold of. Uh, Just yeah, a little bit. And they're they're selling it's selling out like crazy, like because it's it's a very collectible set. Like from the collector standpoint, this is the set to get into. Right. Yeah. I thought that was, thought that was its whole thing. Was it was it a is. collector's set. It really is. But there's like a couple cards that are like not too bad. Definitely game changing. Like we didn't get like a brand new deck or anything out of this set, mm-hmm. but we did get like fun little tech cards. Like the Mew EX in this deck in this set is actually pretty decent, and it makes Colorless Lugia slightly better than not Colorless Lugia. Oh, because that's what we needed was more of that thing. Uh, actually, Lugia is pretty balanced post rotation when we don't have special energies for everything. That's fair. Okay, combined with amazing rares that require like. Like, the Amazing Rares have, like, these really cool attacks, but they required, like, mm-hmm. three different types of energy. And nobody's doing that, except for Lugia. And Mew helps you get that? Mew doesn't help you do that. What Mew does, what the Mew EX does is it, uh, it's three colorless energy, mm-hmm. and you can use any attack on your opponent's active Pokemon against them, right? Ah. Regardless of the energy cost, right? You can just use it. And that is somewhat power, like... A good example would be, like, if you're playing against Maridon, which Lugia historically has a bad matchup against because of weakness. If you play Maridon, Maridon's attack does 220 damage uh, straight out the gate. And you can just put the Mew up and then just do 220 directly back to them. And that knocks out the Maridon as well. So it's good in terms of that response. And, like, another card that's not too terribly bad is the Zapdos EX. Um, That's starting to see... It's starting to pop up in a couple of decks. Uh, mostly Maridon decks because it does 120 damage, but then it'll do 90 to a bench Pokemon as long as it's got damage counters on it. So if you're playing against a deck that uh, 
does a bunch of switchy tricks to try to get around you getting a knockout, you can kind of just bring the Zapdos in and clean up clean up in the game pretty easily. There's a couple things. Um, and then Blastoise might be good one day. I don't know. It like it'll be okay. It, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. I just think there's better decks. Like I, I think that's the problem with Blastoise right now. There's also a bunch of like little stuff. Like the Beedrill's actually really cool. Like once Lost Box gets nerfed into the ground, the Beedrill's going to be really cool. Hmm. And that day of reckoning is coming. That day of reckoning <laughs> will be upon us very soon with the next set. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anything you guys have been up to lately? Honestly, yeah? I don't know. Not much for me. What about you, Mark? Um, I think since the last time I've been on, I've done quite a bit. I started as a horrible decision, uh, starting to rebuild my long lost uh, collection of Pokemon cards. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I know it was a mistake, but yes, the, it is. <laughs> uh, my Junie was interested in getting some Pokemon cards. She saw my old ones and she really liked them. So she was very attached to this is a while ago when I showed it to her, but she's really attached to Poliwag. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she kept saying, I want to touch it. I want to hold it. I want to hug it. And I was like, OK, well, I can't do that. It's not real. <laughs> but what I can do, so what I did was it's I found real. like a little a little plushie and I kind of held it onto it. I bought it and I held onto it and waited for her to bring it up again. And uh, this past week, was it last week? Uh, she mentioned it again. She was like, she was had the cards out and she was like, oh, Polywag, you know, I love it. And she gave it a hug and everything it was kind of cute. So I was like, hey, well, I'm going to be at home tomorrow. And while I'm at home, while you're in daycare, I'm going to go looking for a Polywag and we're going to see if we can catch it. So when she got home, she, I had it set up. So when she got Aww. home from daycare, I was like, hey, Junie, I think there's a polywag in the basement. And I gave her like, you know, the Burger King Pokeball like that they had from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like the shiny one. So I gave her that. I was like, OK, we got to go here. Take this. We're going to go downstairs and we're going to find this Pokemon. You got to catch it. And so we went downstairs uh, where the, where it was set up and she went up and <laughs> it was so cute. She really enjoyed it. She she caught the the polywag in the Pokeball and she took it up and she's been like uh, attached to it ever since. So that was her fun little thing was getting to, to catch the polywag. But yeah, otherwise, I finally finished uh, Black 2. Oh, man. So oh. You're only yeah. uh, eleven years, eleven years behind. I know, like that. I yeah. know. I've been in, I've been kind of visiting it a little bit by like every night. Like yeah, yeah. Maybe fifteen minutes or so, and so I finally got around to finishing it. And uh, yeah, that was I think the last one that I haven't touched was that game. What did you think of it? Like, I think that's one of the, a good game. I, I think that's a good game. I know. I I agree. Uh, no, this is like a whole thing because I I've heard a lot about. Everyone's like, oh, it's the best. It's the best story. Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best story. story. No, no. I agree. Maybe with at that. the time. I would say definitely. I don't know. Like I think Black and White OG is probably a better story, but I I feel like Black and White Two is like a very good sequel. I agree. My thing is, and I felt this way about both of the Gen Five games, is that. The story is better than most Pokemon games, but it's also fairly average, which I think says more about Pokemon games having really bad stories than anything, because I think everyone looked and they're like, oh, man, it was so good and in and blah, blah, blah. And like the villains actually made some kind of sense. But like, I'm like, you know, this should be standard. Like, this isn't really that good. It's just standard. This is the the equivalent of this is not the flex that you think it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that was my opinion, but I did enjoy it. I got to use 
Electabuzz in the game, which I've never done before. I know, isn't that cool? Like it, I yeah, think it's, I think I really it's one of the it. only games where you can like catch Elekid super early. Right, right. So I had Elekid throughout my whole run, and I got all I evolved all the way up and uh, all the way through the Elite Four. And so now I'm going to take them through the different versions and get a bunch of. Um, uh, this is what I do whenever ribbons. I finish a game. I, yep, I get all the ribbons, kind of get them through the the gauntlet of all the other games, and then put them at home where they sit forever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I kind of like them as like trophies and like memorabilia. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's memorabilia. I can look back and be like, here was my team that I my yeah. playthrough on this game, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, I don't blame you. So that's been what I've been doing. Yeah, I mean that's a good thing to be doing. I I think I, like in terms of I think that's better than my Pokemon experience uh, this week. <laughs> yeah. So okay, uh, I think we're gonna cut it there though. We've got some news to talk about, so let's go ahead and uh, cue with that epic music. <laughs> Welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things going on. Uh, Detective Pikachu releases this Friday, the game that everybody forgot was happening. Uh, there's also a uh, there's also now Nintendo Switch Online icons for the game when available. Uh, the news uh, the news writer also put in that Thatch is fleeing the country to avoid covering that. This is somewhat true because <laughs> I am going to Japan and I will just not be. Uh, not be doing anything i'm gonna be i'm gonna take pictures i'm gonna go to japan i'm gonna take some pictures it's gonna be a great time gonna go to a couple of the pokemon centers i haven't been to also gonna be a great time yeah i haven't been to yeah we're gonna hit uh i learned osaka's got a mega pokemon center at it i didn't realize that oh okay Uh, so there's a mega pokemon center in tokyo that i've been to and that one was uh i mean they're pretty cool experiences overall um Mm -hmm. but i like the good and bad thing about Pokemon Center or about like Pokemon product right now is like the sitting cuties. Like I think in concept oh, yeah. they're a great idea, but now that we're up to Gen Five, it is just mm. becoming so much of the product in the stores. Oh sure, and so it's just like, well, that's not exciting for me, right? But I'm kind of I want to go myself because sometimes there's just stuff that you don't know exists over there, and mm-hmm. one of the things that like the thing that I found last time is they had these little like blind thing uh there weren't boxes because inside there's like a little four inch by four inch artwork in it Mm -hmm. Um, and there's like a set of 16 that you collect by cracking booster packs essentially uh and last time we ended up buying like 80 of them uh uh, so i have a bunch of them that i should just start giving out for puckle giveaways or something but um because i we ended up collecting the whole set so i've got the 16 that i care about but now i've got like 50 more that i just don't (laughs) <laughs> uh but i like I, those are the kinds of things i like to look for while i'm there is that kind of stuff yeah that kind of stuff and i might like try to go find some other like video game consoles and stuff like handhelds like i might go buy like some cheap game boy advances or something that mm. way i have like model yeah, yeah. stuff because that's nice they're not region locked so <laughs> go over there and do it and honestly most consoles are very easy to like older consoles are easier easy to get around the region locks on like i think i think yeah that's true I think Nintendo 64, you literally just have to like cut out a piece of plastic on the N64 because it stops the cartridge from going in all the way. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's literally that easy. Uh, I might I might see the one thing I think would be cool to own, but I would never play is the original Pokemon Stadium, like the original original Pokemon Stadium. There's a difference. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, in Japan, there were actually three Pokemon Stadium games. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., we only got two. Uh, oh, and we got the second one as our. The second uh, one was the first. Was the fir- was uh, the second one was our first Pokemon Stadium, and then Pokemon Stadium Two in the U.S. was Pokemon Stadium Three in Japan. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, there is an original Pokemon Stadium. It's it's just like a cool piece to own, I think, and uh-huh. not do anything with <laughs> because the game is like it. it uses almost the exact same graphics as the original Pokemon Stadium, but it doesn't even include all original 151 Pokemon in it. It's only like 60-some, because they essentially invented it. They like It was made to essentially just be a way for like them to host tournaments in Japan on the N64. Mm -hmm. So it only had like fully evolved Pokemon for Pokemon battles, essentially. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm looking at the Pokemon list here. Yeah, it's a very weird product to exist. Mm-hmm. very very weird but yeah i digress that wasn't uh what we were talking about we were, I, I guess that i guess that, i guess that i guess that news segment turned into thatch is going to japan and this is what he's going to do yep not play detect the pikachu um 100 yeah, <laughs> percent meanwhile uh a version of sve packaged with the dlc releases on november 3rd um additional downloads are required uh, this is more for parents shopping for the holidays and collectors, obviously. Um, I guess Mario Kart's doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, they, they did this with uh, what's it called um, with uh, Sword and Shield as well. They didn't do it this. Well, I guess they probably. Oh, that's did true. This, they did. They probably did it around the same time frame. Uh, uh-huh. But Crown Tundra came out before this time frame in uh, in twenty twenty. Because they're just doing it for the holidays, right? It's more just like parents right. can just buy the game with the DLC at at Christmas, and the kids get the whole thing, right. and which is fine. I think that's a very reasonable thing to do. The only the only thing that makes me sad is that if they're doing it, it's probably it means that this DLC is the final version, so you're not going to get anything additional. Which I I'm not surprised by, but I'm I'm disappointed by. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I feel like you could just always just do another DLC and slow down your development cycle, Game Freak. I'm just saying that's all it takes. We- I will say lightly uh, that just because we're getting, we're not getting another wave of DLC does not mean we're necessarily going full bore into a full other game. Does we probably are, but you know, there's a chance. I want to believe you. Like, remember, remember when you and I used to be able to predict, like you could predict the Pokemon cycle for a while. And then like, they just started breaking all the rules. I feel like we've settled into a new cycle. Where I can now very easily predict, like, on Pokemon Day, we're going to hear about black and white something, and uh, we're going to, we're all going to collectively sigh, and, <laughs> and then... And maybe it'll be something like a Let's Go, not a Let's Go, like a... A Legends. A Legends that's, like, next, less, that's not quite as uh, catapulting us into chaos speaking of uh the hisui mons the next uh seven star raid <laughs> is a grass hisui decidui and should run for the next couple of weekends so that'll be the 6th of the and the 8th of october and then the 13th and the 15th of october um if i remember right did this did they change the hidden ability on a Hisuian? Uh that's a great did question. They? What I don't know how that is. Cuz a lot of those Hisuian mons did change their uh Let me look real quick. Their yeah. abilities when they yeah, finally made it know. to a real a real game. <laughs> when they made it to a real I, I thought okay. they I thought they kept their same abilities for the most part. Mo- well, uh, so yes, but a lot of they just didn't have abilities in uh what's it called? Um Right. 
No, but there were a few like um, Arcanine got Rockhead in Gen Eight. If oh, you transferred true. it to Home earlier, yes. it hadn't. So yeah, right. Uh, the and yeah, it did. It is, did change its yeah. Uh, hidden ability. Yeah, it's still, it's it used to have long now? reach. It used what to have long now? reach, just the same as a uh, normal Decidueye, and now it has Scrappy. Yeah. Oh, really? It doesn't have long yeah. reach. Interesting. Huh. Well, it doesn't use. It uses a short bow instead of a long bow, so I suppose it's actually kind of accurate. So, <laughs> right. sure. Uh, Scrappy just makes it probably yeah, yeah, the, yeah. probably better. <laughs> like, I, I don't think we're gonna see competitive Hisuian decision. What I do, probably not. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, what's the next thing on the news, Mark or me? Actually, I you. Lied. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. Uh, there's finally a new online tournament announced. Uh, actually, we haven't had one of these in a while. Uh, yeah. With the Kitakami Prologue sign up should be open when this podcast releases, which is and. Uh, and the tournament runs from the 6th to the 8th. It is Kitakami Dex Doubles. That's actually kind of exciting. I, I wish they would do more like just straight Kitakami Dex type mm-hmm. stuff. Cause that's like, if you're going to make me have a Pokedex that I walk into with it half full already, you should just go ahead and, uh, let me, let me play with that restricted set of Pokemon somewhere. So, uh, mm. I would definitely play in this if I were not going to be on an airplane. <laughs> so. All right. Well, now it's your turn, Mark. I apologize. Well, meanwhile, OU has banned Fire Ogre Pond. It has started a suspect test for Blood Moon Ursa Luna. So there you go. <laughs> Everything's getting banned. All I, all I yeah. see is nerds don't like change. Uh, I shouldn't say that. No. I will say Ogre Pond Fire kind of actually that one earned it. Blood Moon yeah. Ursa Luna. I haven't been following enough to see if that's legitimate. But Yeah, they did make a lot of OP stuff. Turns out. Yeah, they made a lot well, of Well, uh, Ogre is fantastic. Just, like, those types are great. And then you give it a plus 20% to all of its damage. That's already yeah. really ridiculous. And, and then you give it uh, Zacian's Intrepid Sword when it yeah. terastalizes. And that just... Oh, and because of uh, Mold Breaker, it could one-shot Heatran with the mm-hmm. fire move. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I just understand why they threw it away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's mm. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, you know, okay. else? yeah, you know, it's fine. On uh, Pokemon Go, there's a detective. <laughs> Why? From the Why not? From the fifth through the ninth, it adds shiny detective Pikachu and Raichu to the event, and Slowpoke wearing a hat. Slowpoke's the Man, star. I agree. I, I just I cannot tell you how much I want Slowpoke to be plot relevant in uh pokemon detective pikachu purely purely so that it can like witness some murder it, it won't because this is detective <laughs> pikachu it, 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 it will be less less violent crime but like it witnesses a murder and it's just kind of chilling in the room like oh it must not have seen anything only for when all the other cops leave detective pikachu watches it slowly gasp in horror about six hours later <laughs> i like that that's good no i man i I'm really this one. I see like some of the gameplay and it has me semi hopeful that Detective Pikachu 2 will have better gameplay. If, it will if, have uh, gameplay. Therefore, it will have better gameplay. Yeah, it'll have better gameplay. Well, like I don't mind like Phoenix, right? Like I, I don't mind those games. Yeah. Like, attorney, right? But I mm-hmm. but which is what Detective Pikachu is kind of trying to be. Well, it's yeah. trying to be a uh, Professor Layton more yeah. than anything. And I'm just, I just can't do it. You know, I, I'm watching this happen. I'm like, I, I can't, uh, I can't make the color orange. Not, not because I don't know how, but because I just don't, I, I'm, I'm above that, right? 
Uh, all right. Mm. Uh, so we're going to end on some uh, TCG news. Mm. Uh, Pikachu with a gray felt hat is a promo that you can get for pre- purchasing a Van Gogh item on the, for, from Pokemon Center or PokemonCenter.com. Uh, or at least that was how it was uh, supposed to work. But uh, Pokemon messed up and a bunch of influencers got involved. And everybody bought everything immediately, and there were no promos left, and it's gone. Uh, because okay. uh, scalpers ruined it for everybody. You know, and I saw this coming. I don't know, the second they announced this stuff, I'm like, oh man, this is going to get bought up. Like, yeah. immediately. Oh my well, gosh. they didn't announce really, like, what it was going to be, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It was one of those things, I'm like, oh man, it's a limited release thing related with Pokemon, it's just going to get snatched up really quick. The degree to which it was snatched up, though, was... It was sick. It was kind of... Yeah. Yeah, what I, you know, it, you'd think at this point, like, we're we're beyond the pandemic where all that, like, crazy, like, scout buying was going on, but it's still going on, and it's just like, I don't know, it's so dumb. I just... Pokemon cards... I, I, I am, as, as someone who is a, a legitimate uh, fan of Vincent Van Gogh as, like, a historical thing, I am... Uh, just real sad that this is how it's go. This is how it went, and this is uh, yeah. This is so opposite to how I think his whole life was being like kind of forgotten and trampled over, and this feels yeah. very unfortunate in that vein. So I'm I'm just I'm kind of over people at this point. This is yeah, just, this was ugh. ridiculous. Well, like thankfully, modern Pokemon cards outside of these promos have kind of crashed. Like. I don't want to, I don't, I don't mean this in like a, a horrible way, but like when we went to uh, Pittsburgh Regionals a couple weeks ago, I bought a booster box of uh, Paul Day Evolved mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they were selling it for a hundred bucks, which is a pretty good price for Paul Day Evolved. So I bought the booster box and he's like, are you going to pay credit or cash? I'm like, well, credit, cause I don't have, I'm not carrying hundreds of dollars on cash on. Uh, <laughs> I really don't want to have that on me. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I'm paying for it. He's like, yeah, after credit card fees, I think he goes, I think I made $2 cause it's $95 from the distributor. And oh. he just, I'm just like, Oh, it sucks to hear that. He's just like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's the game. It, it, it turns out Pokemon itself, like modern Pokemon is just like crashing really hard, except for 151. But that's, that's something else entirely. Mm, yeah. Uh, but modern Pokemon, wait, I'm pretty okay with it based on what was happening like three years ago during like vivid voltage where you couldn't even buy an elite trainer box because people would just go buy them all and resell yeah, your oh modern God. Pokemon card set. It was ridiculous. Right. Mm. It was ridiculous. Now, now at least you can go buy, I can go buy a box of Polte of all for a hundred bucks, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> the value's not there anymore. So I'm kind of hoping, I, I mean, at least nobody went to McDonald's this time, as far as I could see, and bought a bunch of Happy Meals either. Yeah, I was worried about that. I saw that came out, and I was just like, "Oh man, not a." <laughs> well, that the this is the second time since the first time when it was real bad when some people bought like insane numbers of Happy Meals. Oh yeah, because uh, I, I think that, that was twenty twenty one when people bought a ton of Happy Meals. Yep, yep. And in they do this promotion like once a year, so in twenty twenty two is okay because I think the internet collectively shamed all those people enough that it's just not happening anymore. Now in five mm-hmm. years it's going to happen again because we'll all have forgotten because we're goldfish. Yeah, it'll but, it'll be a it'll be a new cycle. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be new content yeah. creators thinking they're doing something original. Yep. yep. Uh, finally, uh, Puckle's pokey prediction. Besides, <laughs> ogre- <laughs> sorry, the whiplash got me there. Yeah, I know that's the point. Uh, besides Ogrefon, do you think any of the new other new or returning Pokemon will show up in the coming weeks for VGC top cuts? 
uh, because we are in Regulation E starting next week. Um, and I believe uh, Peoria is in Octo- early October. We're going to have at least one person trying to use Blood Moon Ursaloon on a Trick Room team. But other than that, yeah. oh, we, no. Oh, I was going to say Ogre Pond, but I forgot the question said besides Ogre. Besides uh, Ogre Pond, so probably no. Monkey Dory, maybe? Uh, no, Monkey Dory, Dory could work. Not Monkey Dory. I think Okie Dogie will see more play than uh, than Monkey Dory. Monkey Dory is very good in in singles, less in doubles. Too frail. Yeah. Uh, Okie Dogie plays a similarish role to Incineroar to some extent, and so but I it think counters Incineroar it more. Does, it, well, it doesn't count. It does counter Intimidate, which I think might it might see play as a result. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Okie Dogie. Okie dokie. I, I think somebody will also try with Diplin. <laughs> I, think I don't think will. it'll go well, but you somebody know. will try. Somebody will try. All right. Well, that is going to be it for our uh, for our pokey prediction. We are going to go ahead then, guys, and we're going to kick it on over to our pokey quiz where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane upon knowledge. Hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to our Pokey Quiz. Our first question, after that introduction by the wonderful Mark, as always, Yay. is going to be from <laughs> Farmer Fox. What Pokemon line has the classification the five star Pokemon? Ledian. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I, 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 I know this. I do not like him. Yeah, <laughs> it is correct. Uh, with how fast that was, that is correct. Uh, Ladian and Lady Ba are both them because uh, they have five spots that are not star shaped on their back, but they are arranged in a star shape. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. Now we're going to ask you this next question uh, from Dragon Tamer Nick. What are the only two types uh, that do not have a move with a chance to flinch? Okay, so hmm. chance to flinch. Oh gosh, Barry uh, is probably one of them. I know Dragon has Dragon Rush. Hmm. Um. I'm trying to think of any fairy moves that might flinch. Fairy moves that might flinch. Yeah, I don't know of anything that comes to mind. Uh, no. Is this our multi our multi question or no? Oh, okay. <laughs> But it is multiple, tro- multiple, anyways. Um, there are two, but like if you get close enough, I'll yeah, I was just, you, but, um, I'm just curious. Uh, I, I, I think, think I think you're on point with fairy, though. I I can't think of anything. Yeah, uh, steel has iron head. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of like the types that just don't have many moves. Uh, what about ghost? I can't remember what ghost. Astonish. Has. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, all of the elemental types have fang. Hmm. Uh, the flying has a bunch of air, like air slash, all that. Um, yep. Bug, I think steamroller can flinch. Does it? Yes, probably. Yes. 
I'm going to take your word for it because I don't remember. Um, Fighting's um, got a couple. Um, fake out for like normal has everything. Yeah, normal has a bunch. I know that. Uh, At this point, I'm I'm just like trying to figure out what types I have eliminated. Dark. Uh, no, dark, dark pulse bite. Dark pulse. Yeah, bite. Um, Psychic has heart stamp because that's. Uh, oh god, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, man. the pair. Of, uh, I know Jirachi has made me remember that Psychic can flinch you. Um, right. Uh, oh man. Um, what types? What types, what types are left? <laughs> We're missing... been writing this down. Okay, so fairy is one, right? Do we have to lock that in? You can. And I'll tell you, it's correct. There's another one. Okay. All right. So we got to figure out the other one. Um, um. What about ice? Uh, ice fang. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's one of the fangs. Um, oh, poison. Oh, poison. Yeah. Um, what would poison? Poison, poison. Because poison, I mean, usually it poisons. Poison. Every just, flinch Pokemon that I can think of with poison is has stench. Uh, do you want to try poison then? Sure. I can't think of sure, let's do it. Poison's correct. Oh, uh, nice. It is fairy and poison. <laughs> everything fairy everything poison. else can flinch. I was I was I was horrified because right as I said, yeah, I'm sure I thought, oh wait, does cross poison flinch? No, I don't no, think no. it does. Well it obviously does not. not. So Apparently. <laughs> really not. Apparently low kick used to flinch in gens one and two. Uh, I mean rolling kick still flinches, yeah. so I knew that one. Very weird. Alright. So uh we're gonna move on. You guys are two for two. Your next entry, okay. your next question is your Pokedex entry question. This one is going to be from Smeargle19. Mm. It's Pokemon Scarlet entry reads, It can perform odd dance steps to influence its, fo- its foes. Its style of dancing became hugely popular overseas. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> Wait, okay. what? It can perform to odd dance steps to influence its foes. To influence foes. Its style of dancing became hugely popular overseas. And, and which, uh, which this is from Pokemon this? Scarlet. Scarlet, and it dances. I feel okay, like this Spinda is a Spinda isn't in Scarlet. No, it's not. Is it Oricorio? Because its moves became popular overseas if it was baile form. It's a Spanish dance. You're right, but like, I don't know. I feel like there's a few different dancing mons that could be this i mean dancing is not <clears throat> a particularly unique no it's not i'm i just don't know what this would even be i feel like the fact that it's in scarlet is almost a trick well at least it narrows it down to like a reasonable number of pokemon that's true uh god what pokemon can it i mean i'm i'm okay we have two ch- we have two chances you want to you want to go with oracorio I I I think it could be fun if it was like, yeah, the Bile form it, it's popular overseas. But yeah. 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 You just do that. Yeah. All right. Oricorio right. is unfortunately incorrect. Ah, Your ah, next entry okay. is gonna be from Pokemon Ruby. This oh, Pokemon uses okay. the po- uses the black pearls on its body to amplify its psychic power waves for gaining total what? control over its foe. It's when, grumpy. The, when this Pokemon uses its special power, its snorting breath grows labored. Wait, Grumpig dances? This is uh, what? Yeah, I mean, its animations have always been kind of like hoppy. But I guess, yeah, yeah, it dances. Okay, it's popular. Well, Grumpig, it, it, I guess? The dance is hugely popular overseas, Mark. Okay, 
Okay, I'm glad this weird looking pig is a dance yeah, genius. You are um, correct. It is is Grumpig though. That is uh, three for three yeah, here. Well, okay. <laughs> your next question is your multiple answer question. As always, uh, there are four answers here. I only need three of them. One point for each. What four Paldea gym challenges can you rechallenge to get rewards? Olive roll is one of them. You do have to lock them in, but yes, that is correct. Uh. The stupid Simon says impossible to fail emotional support thing. Oh, ESP yeah. game is one of them. That is also yeah. one of them. Yeah, that's two. The slow, the snow slide is one of them. That yep. is the third one. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the fourth yeah. one? Now, for, uh, what is the last? Goodies? I mean, you've got all all of them for the points you need. You've got max points. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. About there is one more. Uh, the last one. Uh, the last one you're missing there though is the Sunflora hide and seek. Oh yeah. Oh okay. sure. <laughs> um yeah uh yeah uh, the olive roll you can do to get uh, yourself some sandwich ingredients and grass themed tablecloths so the floor hide and seek will give if you get 10 of them you get a leaf stone if you get all 20 you get a sunstone esp training gives you a number of berries um you can actually hmm. get straff berries uh for a very long streak of esp training um additionally slow slope run uh the rewards are horrible so don't even worry about it uh unless you really want never built ice or an ice stone um, and you do get a comet shard, I guess, the first time you do it, but that's about it. <laughs> All right, so you guys are uh, uh, six for four. You get one more chance here at another question. This is going to come to you from uh, the once and future gamer. Which non-legendary, non-mythical, not fully evolved Pokemon has the highest <laughs> average base stat total? Uh, note, oh my God. note by the author, type null is classified as legendary for this. Otherwise, it would be the highest. So what? So it has to be oh, able God. to evolve. Yeah, not legendary. Has the highest. Okay, basically has the highest base stat total, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I yep. feel like a good strategy for this is to just look at some like prominent Eviolite users. Like oh, Chansey's yeah. up there. Yeah, Dusk, Chansey. Dusclops, maybe. But total, though, I don't know how that how do they rank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we do we want to use our hands? Sure. <laughs> this, I, this, I have nothing on this. My yeah, brain is empty. This hit may be somewhat misleading, but this is a monotype normal Pokemon. It is very prominent. And it's not chancy because it's misleading. <laughs> it's very prominent and competitive. Okay, and we'll use Eviolate when you see it. So it's normal and it uses is it, Eviolite. Is it, okay. it, can it be anything other than Chansey then? Yeah, it must be Chansey. Yeah, there, let's, let's just go with Chansey. Uh, Chansey is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, <laughs> what is it then? It is Porygon 2. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, that makes it's sense. Porygon 2. Porygon <laughs> 2 is the correct answer. Uh, following up <laughs> Porygon 2, though, uh, I don't think Chansey even makes like the top five, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I blame the hint. Uh, there's uh, there's Scyther, um, Scyther and Ursaringer tied actually. Next. Really, Scyther's that high? Yeah, well, Scyther's uh, got the same base stat total as Scizor. Uh, that I knew. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Cleavor. Um, and then there's also Magmar. Uh, following Magmar, Magmar is slightly higher than Electabuzz. Uh, and then uh, then you've also got Rhydon right behind that. Okay. But you guys, you walked away with a respectable six points. Yeah. Very respectable. That's a respectable six points. Um, it will change up the leaderboard. 
So okay. we, we do have to note that it will it will change things. In first uh oh I didn't sort because somebody messed up my sheet. I blame Claude. Uh ah, it messed up again. Somebody messed up my sheet. <laughs> this time it was Thatch. It was not me. <laughs> uh, well, in first place, we've got Lydian with 28 points in our recent Followed up by Seth Vilo in second with 25. In a three-way tie nice. for third, we've got Shark Mark and Dr. Shamu with 20 apiece. Oh, man. Uh, right behind that, in uh, sixth place, there's a three-way tie as well. Uh, between Whimsicott, Sigma, and Jushiro, all with 17 points. Behind that is Sublime with 14 in ninth place, and then Claude bringing up the rear with six. Uh, until then, though, guys, uh, you can check us out next week for another segment of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We will catch you at the topic now. Puckle Factory is back. Battle against your fellow Puckalonians with rental teams provided to you by us. Each week will have its own themes to explore. You get to pick which team best suits your wants, which one you think is the best you have until October 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time to sign up. Further information can be found on our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. Hope to see you there. Welcome to our topic. Our topic today is another top five, bottom five, our number uh our, today we're gonna do a bug type yeah i'm actually surprised it took us this long to get to it because i think we've only got four types left and this is one of them mm-hmm. i i'm honestly surprised it took this long to get to uh to the top five bug types well i'm glad because i missed out on the grass type which is my other favorite and this is like for me bug and grass are like top tier so this is the uh, bug bug is a fun type i feel like uh we've got some we got some cool stuff in here uh, I'm going to j- go ahead and kick us off with the top five, and I feel like this one's very obvious, because when I think of Bug-type Pokemon, I think of this Pokemon specifically, and it's Scizor. I mean, we can make the argument for Scyther, but I feel like Scizor, more so than even like Cleavor or Scyther itself, is just very memorable as a Bug-type Pokemon. He's it just is. a really cool dude. He's just a really cool... I, and he got good when Bullet Punch became a move. Right? You got that technician action. Like, it's... A, I, I've used it in competitive. Uh, Scissor is as competitively viable as Tyranitar ever was, and maybe slightly more. Yeah. On top of that, the design's real cool, and you could use him in Pokemon Stadium 2 minigames. Yeah. A core memory of mine for some reason. Very important. Yes. So, I I nominate Scizor. I, I think that's an easy slam dunk. I, I think so as well, yes. I agree. Yeah, so Scissor. So now we need a bottom. And I would like to nominate <laughs> Masquerade. Uh, I won't yeah. fight you on it. I think there's yeah. some I hate more, but it's not. Uh, they're definitely probably worse, right? But I feel like Masquerade, I don't know. I Like Surskit, like I like Surskit. I think Surskit mm-hmm. is a cool idea. I think Waterbug, before Waterbug was cool, had a very interesting way to go. And then instead of being like, oh, let's make them even cool out of this, they're just like, but what if it was just another bug flying type? Yeah, right. And it's just a disappointment all around. And I like if they would have made it like I, I see what they were trying to do with it, but it just doesn't work. Like Surskit has so much potential and they ruined it. Right. They ruined it. I would have really liked like I was really disappointed. I remember like catching a Surskit when Ruby and Sapphire were the new hotness and mm-hmm. being like, oh, yeah, let's make uh, let, let's evolve. This It's going to be really cool. Water bug type. It's going to evolve into something really cool. You know, Lotad's in this game. Lotad evolves into something really cool. 
and then it turned into mos- Masquerade, and I was just like, oh, this is this is a disappointment. <laughs> to me, the funniest bit about that is you going, ah, yes, because Ludicolo exists. Yeah, right. Clearly. Ludicolo, the coolest Pokemon. Do you not think Ludicolo is cool? <laughs> No. I think he's fine. I think Ludicolo is one of the most unique Pokemon that have ever existed. I th- I think it is a wasted type combination. What? Yes. I do not like the way it looks. I think it's a great, great typing. I like what it does in the game, like, you know, but it's just, I just don't like it. Shock. I'm shocked, actually. I'm shocked. I, I'm not a fan. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about bugs. Yeah, we are talking about bugs. I'm done. <laughs> I think I've made I think I've made two very good cases. I think All right, Mark, I'll let you just uh just just go do your slam dunk. We got this. I I know what I know it's coming. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. Best in my opinion, like this is my uh tied for top Pokémon ever because I just have really good memories of using it. It's got good great mega, good value in competitive. I've used it in competitive. It's fun. It's got Moxie. We of course are talking about our friend Heracross, our best friend. Heracross is good. I I agree with that. Heracross is one of my favorite Pokemon as of late. I totally, man. I, you know what? When I rediscovered... Gen 2 is just really good. Gen 2 is just very good about making bug-type Pokemon that mattered in design-wise. Like, like, and it's not over-designed either. No, no. I like Heracross. I just don't know how far I'd go on like, yeah, I love Gen 2 designs. Gen 2 fixed a lot of things. I think it gets I think it gets slammed I think it gets slammed dunked on too much because I think when you look at what Gen 2 offers I think there's a lot of really good stuff in there. However, it also have my bottom that I'm adding here which is Pineco, uh which I'm not a fan of. I like kind of disagree, but I won't fight for it. <sighs> I I am not a fan of Pineco. Um it is one of those forgettable mons and like for me so like Heracross for me was I got it from headbutting, you know? So for me, it's just like, okay, wow, I don't want Pineco. Stop, stop falling from these trees. I, I think I wanted, I think I wanted Fortress more than I wanted Pineco, right? I feel like Pineco is there. Well, Fortress, yeah. I mean, yes, that's a, that's a good example. Like, you know, like the pre-evolution is garbage. What it evolves into is totally fine. I'm not going to argue with you there, but I'm, I'm not a Pineco fan. I mean, either way, it shouldn't be a bug. Yeah, my only, so I tried playing Gen 2 again not too long ago. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get a Heracross. I'm gonna play the game with a Heracross, right? Yeah, totally. So I went and I got the Heracross, right? Um, Gen two move pools are just completely awful. Oh, yeah, they're awful. They're terrible. You could catch a Heracross and then get no value out of that Heracross. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like, oh man, I'm gonna do this really cool like fighting bug type. We're gonna do so many cool things, and then one, you forget that most bug type moves don't exist yet. Right. <laughs> and it's just like oh this is this is disappointing I, I don't think it even gets a fighting type move i think the i think it gets counter oh it does get it does get reversal in gen 2 eventually yeah i was gonna say i think it gets like two it gets it gets counter and reversal in gen 2 that is what it gets um by level up i mean you could teach it rock smash which is not better no it's not <laughs> which is just not better whatsoever not at all yeah and I think, uh, well, oh wow, I'm looking at it now. There was an event at the New York City Pokemon Center that gave it Seismic Toss, which is actually probably like an okay thing to give it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, why, why did we think that was OP Pokemon? I don't know. The first two gens, they didn't really quite understand how moves worked, I feel, I felt like. And so it, 
I think it was because originally the thought of in Gen 1 and Gen 2 of Pokemon battles was that you were literally just punching each other with like tackles and scratches. Yeah. I think that was literally what they thought most Pokemon battles should be. And then they realized, oh, maybe we could add some depth to this game by like adding attacks that are typed. You know, I had that experience as a quick aside. I was started playing a little while ago, uh, started playing Red again. Dude, so I realized for that exact reason that having a rock type is just OP. Yes, no. Uh, because like ev- everybody uses normal attacks. So I just like put up, put my Geodid in front of everything. It just actually, if you look at like the best teams in Gen 1 for competitive, uh, because that existed. Yeah. The num- uh, there's always five Pokemon or there's there's five Pokemon that are always the same on like the best teams for Gen 1. And then there's always a rock type that is Golem or Rhydon. Yeah, I believe it. Because the whole goal was usually just get Tauros going, Tauros going and make it Hyper Beam. Mm-hmm. And then you win the game after you wipe out the, after you wipe out, uh, the rock type. Like that was the idea. Uh, I digress though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lydian, it's your turn. I do want to bring up. Uh, I want to start. I want to start with the the top. Uh, one of my personal favorite Pokemon, as is well known, I am an enjoyer of extreme designs, particularly things that are just a little wonky. Yeah. Uh, and really, what is more in my vein than a seven foot tall flexing mosquito? Yes. Yes. Okay, I, I was kind of hoping you were going to say this, because this was the next one I was going to bring up, actually. <laughs> yes. Buzzwool is fantastic, top to bottom. You've got a really cool design uh, that, like, it, it's so well, it animates so well with yes. uh, all of the flexing. When we got to go see its home planet, and it's just a tr- <laughs> giant trees out of flexing people uh-huh. it's hysterical mechanically it works really well too it's just a brick as long as you're hitting it physically it's got it, it's got counterplay uh it's got a good type that like i guess some other cool pokemon have used once or twice <laughs> uh was it only well i guess the other i think it's just like heracross buzzball and Ferramosa, right like that's it of the three it is probably the middle best <laughs> <laughs> like but, i don't think heracross is bad competitively but when you compare it to buzzwell and Ferramosa, it's just not oh yeah no you're you're not wrong well one of these things got banned at ubers you're not wrong yeah, yeah like we've we've got a band in ubers and then one of the most uh ou definers of gen 7 so yeah av buzzwell is so much fun i will actually agree with buzzwell i think buzzwell yes. honestly even in like pokemon unite it's really fun i forget he's in that He's in that, and he's actually really fun because he can actually do, like, Leech Life and a bunch of other cool stuff. So what I I have always said is out of Gen uh, Gen 7, while the starters are clearly the Pokemon that are most likely to get in, I always wanted Buzzwool, <laughs> particularly before Incineroar was in, because I'm like, look, he's a grappler. He's a giant, absurd mosquito man. It's great. No, that's what he does. He grapples and he does Leech Life. It's great. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I love Buzzwool. I think it's just so absurd and awesome and just like ridiculous. It's to me, it's like top tier Pokemon. I think most of the Ultra Beasts are just done very well. I agree. They're so good. They went off the design trail on purpose and they did it very well. Like, I think the worst one is honestly Nagonadil. I And I think it's fine. It's just weird because I don't feel like I know its core vibe. I yeah. agree with that. Uh, so bottom Pokemon, 
Uh, I love new Pokemon, but some of them are indefensible. Spide Ops is one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree with this, actually. Man, it's... this is going to be a fast one today, I feel like. <laughs> we don't No, because I've got a lot of Pokemon on that we got two spots, so... <laughs> I yep. feel I feel like it's very easy just to just to wipe this out real quick. Uh but like Spidos is Spidos is like Tarantula is fine. Fine. Like I don't love it, I don't hate it. It's it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I just don't I don't know how they got to Spidos from Tarantula. Like I just don't know how. I don't honestly like either of them, but uh I totally understand. I just wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> It's just bad. It is. No, it is. It is bad. Yeah. So, so do we want to make this all just uh, bug fighting types and go Slitherwing? Or, uh, <laughs> just uh, no, the whole way. To- <laughs> is it just Slitherwing? Is it just Slitherwing? It's Slitherwing. Oh, that's great. It's just Slitherwing. Uh, I, I, I feel like we don't have to, but like Slitherwing's kind of cute. But uh, uh, okay. So for top, I am gonna, I'm gonna do a very thatch move. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna propose Yon Mega. I think it's cool. Yon Mega. Okay. Cool. I don't know. I just have good memories with it. I think he's fine. I not top five. Yeah, I I I like it. I think it, it got screwed over because it's like it's one one of those where in the uh the Pokedex entries it talks about like being able to fly on its back, but you can't use fly with it. Oh, that's true. Which is kind of dumb. But I do like it and it gets the, the speed boost stuff. Uh so that's fun. The speed boost stuff and compound eyes, actually. It gets compound oh, it eyes. does. Yeah. 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 Because of a combination of really and, and tinted lens as well. Um, because of that and uh, PTU fixing everything by giving it mountable. It is it is great in that, but it's just like, it's, it's fine Pokemon. I like it conceptually. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to do it. I, I just don't. I think there are better bugs. But bug is one of is, is a great type and an even better shape. And I think there is some. Yes. Um, an even better shape. <laughs> there, there are some better bug-shaped Pokemon. There probably are some better bug-shaped Pokemon. Okay, so then for the bottom, uh, Wormadam. Like anybody, anybody actually care? Should we just say Burmy, Burmy line? Like yes. all of them can share this. Them. Yeah, I agree. Burmy family. Like I just just burn them all. Burn them all. <laughs> I was doing a Gen Six Nuzlocke. Okay. I always. I feel like one thing that a lot of people always forget about Gen 6 is Gen 6 has one of the largest, like, um, regional Pokedexes. It does. So one of the early route Pokemon is Burmy. Oh, yeah. And so I was doing a Nuzlocke, and Burmy was, like, my route capture. That sucks. Uh, It does, because all it had was Protect. Oh, no. (laughs) Awful. Oh, my gosh. Is it terrible? Uh and so it it was just an awful experience, and I never want to uh, wish a Burmy on anyone ever again. Yeah, I like. I feel like they keep doing the bagworm thing. Like, there's multiple bagworm Pokemon that they've tried, and they just like. I'm just like, why is this a thing? And worm, like that whole line, like is another one that they like had like multiple versions of for no reason. Like nobody likes that. Like, why did you wait set on that Pokemon? I thought it was like an interesting idea. Like, I think Wormadam Ground is like an interesting idea. Uh, but the problem is, it doesn't. It's just not good. It no. doesn't have the stats to make it usable or interesting. So the design gets wasted in a way, in a lot of ways. I there need to be weak Pokemon, and there need to be weak Pokemon with gimmicks. But this thing, like, it, do you know how long it took before I found out there are stat differences between Wormadam forms? Are there? Yeah, 
<laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. They could have, they probably should have been even further exaggerated so that even on a weak Pokemon, they'd be obvious, but, right. but no. Uh, all right. So I'm done. I'm done. I, I will let, uh, I will let you go, Mark. Okay. So, so my, my top is, uh, and I, I like this one for a lot of reasons because I use it during the playthrough for this gen it's from. And I also had a true, uh, last year's, um, uh, when we had our Puckle, uh, draft league, I had this wonderful match. I, I, if you really care to look it up, it's uh, in our files, but we had this like meme match with Shamu and this, this guy won the day for me. Uh, it was a zero, zero win, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he killed himself at the last attack, but he also won the game. Uh, but this is Galvantula. Yeah. That's that's a good choice actually, but continue. Yeah, so Galvantula is one of my favorites. It is it's like Heracross where it's I feel like it's not overdesigned, but it's like it's such a perfect bug. Um it's just it's a big friendly looking spider. I like it. It's fuzzy and you know, just aesthetically it's pleasing, but then it's actually it's good. It's got, you know, um it's got camp compound eyes, which helps it with its thunder. Um and yeah, like in that just for me in that meme match was just so insane with Shamu that like to win with that thing like yeah it was just it was perfect um so for me like i always will have a soft spot in my heart for really just the whole line but galvantula specifically i don't disagree galvantula was one of like the full first like i don't know it it was really cool it was actually a monster in gen 6 ou um because there weren't a lot of sticky web users and it was oh yeah sticky web is so nice it was the best sticky web user yeah, Sticky Web is so good. I I don't know. It just it competitively, it's nice. It's just fun with playthroughs. I don't know. It's got a fun gimmick in Thunder comp- and Compound Eyes Thunder that yeah. isn't overstated either. Like it's just like a fun thing you can do with it. Right. It's it's well spread without having like an oppressive BST. Like it's just a good Pokemon. It's a cool typing too. Like electric electric bug. I no, they haven't repeated that right. Like. Yeah, they have. Vicavolt. Yeah, they have. Oh, Vicavolt. Okay, but Galvantula did it first and better. I agree. It's faster. The only the only thing I could say for Vicavolt is that it's a railgun, and that's kind of cool. All right, you got a bottom. You got a bottom. I can see several bottoms, but I I would love to hear yours. Burmy was going to be mine. So um, let me think about this because there's a few that I'm just like I don't know. Sorry, Murray. I've got oh. one I hate. I've oh. got one that's going down there. Uh, you know. <sighs> trying to think like because the rest of these like i'm trying to think like do i really hate them that much you know what you know what one is stupid you know what one i really dislike and i will i have it and i will never think about it ever again is male combi fine fine but you know what i but i I, my still stand i think it's stupid i don't like it it's dumb that they did that to combi and especially with the male to female rate it is so that's the whole thing it's the whole thing right that's the gimmick It's, it's part of like i don't know you Sometimes I, I, I have moments of lo- where I'm lucid and I go, oh, yes, this game is also about just collecting and not about competitive capabilities. And this is definitely the gimmick. I think it was worse when, when it was introduced in Gen 4 uh, because the only way to run into combi was to do the honey trees. Oh, yeah. Nice. And you, you have to hope that you get it, get the female when you do that. Uh, but Vespaquin was actually on my original Gen 4 team like way back in the day. Well, Vestokin is totally fine. I don't think there's any issue with that. It's just like, for me, like male combi, like, why would you do that? That's just, I don't know. I don't know. The same thing with Salandit, right? That's true. But I don't think for me, well, for me, like combi, the way it looked like that design, it's just in general, I'm not a fan of the design because it looks ridiculous. 
it I, like i get it it's fine like it's totally in you know in character for that type of pokemon but i just yeah i just i'm not a fan of it and the fact that it's the male and it can't evolve it's just kind of like okay i'm gonna veto it only because it feels like a cop out a cop out worst hey you know what that's fine we still got four and four and four on these so yeah no we're we're doing pretty well right now actually we're doing pretty decent yeah all right lydian uh you may take us home right now uh which is very possible uh but i'm gonna propose the bottom one first okay okay i hate shelmet it's not a steel type but give something else the steel type that would have been an easy way to at least make it interesting being like the only pokemon to lose steel yeah. Uh, it's making a kissy face at me, which immediately inspires <laughs> violence. It's colors. I don't like Excelgor much. Uh, and this thing just doesn't make sense. It looks like a lamp. Why does it look like a lamp? Why is the lamp trying to kiss me? What is wrong with this snail? I don't know about it being a lamp. Then it doesn't. Then, well, I know it's a helmet, but it looks more like an oil lamp. I don't. I agree with you on pretty much everything you just said i don't know why it's not steel type that would have been really cool if it was steel type yeah then it could have at least used like eviolite and been like a low tier interesting thing in like uh what's it called a little cup or something but no no it's just bad and i hate it you know i'm okay with this i'm fine with this actually yeah let's let's slap shelmet down there i i will say honestly that whole group of four i don't like any of them i Um, like x cavalier enough x cavalier is okay i think s cavalier and Excelgor are both okay. I don't like Excelgor at all. No. I, I don't like how bad. Bagworm... It's, an, it's yet another Bagworm, but this one comes from... A snail? A snail? Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't coach for me. Yeah. Someone loves Bagworms, and it's it's dumb. I don't know. They definitely just tried to... That one... I don't know. I feel bad, because it's like the one time Gen 5 tried to be original. It just didn't go. It just didn't land. Yeah. It just sucks, because there's a lot of really good bugs in Gen 5. I do agree with you. Okay, Lydian, well, what's your favorite? What's your favorite you're going to propose here? I mean, I I already, I did, I, I did say it. It is Slitherwing. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, man. So you take Volcarona, which is already objectively a very good bug type. Yeah. And you add the coolest thing known to man, dinosaurs. I, I don't know how you're going to get better. I'm just saying. I mean, so this is the question for me is, is it better than Volcarona? And it is not in my mind. And to me is no. Yeah. I do agree with that. No, I don't. I don't disagree that I like it. I think it's good. I just. I knew this was going to be the hardest sell. <laughs> this one. This one is probably. But it's but it's not bad. It's it's not it's not top five for me, but it might be top 15. Right. Like for me, it, it, for me, it's like, well, I always really like Volcrona. Like that was up there. And then they're like, but what if it was a dinosaur? And was like, yes, please. A hundred percent. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. I, I like how it has its cool both standing up and going down. And like the best of the Paradox Mons, it's uh, an interesting combination of ideas. This being somewhere between Larvesta and Volcarona, uh-huh. which to me makes it far and away one of the best Paradoxes. Um, and like I said, I like extreme designs. So mm-hmm. midpoint moth, that is... Uh, you know, a dinosaur. I'm I'm gonna be interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I I'm gonna put that one as a maybe because I'm sitting here going, yeah. like, I don't really know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I do have a suggestion, but it's really I feel bad saying it. Um, but like I do like it be, just because of like the uh, the importance it's had to the Pokemon franchise, and that's Butterfree. Um. um hmm. 
I, I like it's okay. It's not a good Pokemon, right? Like competitively whatsoever. But I feel like I feel like a lot of us uh, growing up were just like butterfree. This is a bug type. No, nah, I was a Beedrill guy. I was a Beedrill guy. Beedrill guy. And, uh, I mean, Mega Beedrill is pretty sweet. It is. I love Beedrill. Like it's it's such a I don't know. Um, Mega Beedrill might be another thing to consider for the top slot. Honestly, I agree. Actually, we have never put a Mega in the top slot. Should we do it? Honestly, okay, yeah, we could just be like, yeah, we're going, we're going rogue, and it's Beedrill. Like, yeah, Mega Beedrill is actually pretty solid. It, like of the Pokemon, when Mega Evolution like disappeared, that missed out the most. It is Beedrill. It's Beedrill yeah. followed by like I don't know, maybe uh mawile get got lost a lot of yeah sure i don't know mawile lopany beedrill yeah those those went from cool Kangaskhan is just bad again yeah you know what mega beedrill though i think is the biggest glow up any pokemon's ever had i agree because beedrill by itself like i remember i loved it in the original games but then it was like honestly it's trash and then like mega beedrill is actually good and it looks awesome we have a full list, so I think I think we could do a thing where we try to do one round of honorable mentions trying to upset anything on the list. Okay. In all honesty, I'm gonna forego I'm gonna I'm gonna forego the top five because honestly this is a perfect top five. Yeah, I think it's great. But bottom five, I, I will I will throw out the idea. I don't know who would replace, maybe Masquerade. Uh but with the idea of like Volbeat and Lumise. Ooh, yeah. Those yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. weak. I just don't think they're Are they bottom like, I'm five okay. weak? Yeah, like, I, I feel, f- when I saw them again, I smiled, you know, I, I, I feel like for a true bottom five, I'd have to either sigh or feel nothing, you know? No, no, I, I agree with that, actually. When I was playing through um, Teal Mask and I saw them, I was like, oh, it's nice to see you guys are here. <laughs> it's, it's nice to see they didn't forget you existed. I, I appreciate you. Yeah. Honestly, one of my biggest memories of Volbeat, and this is before Volbeat even came out, I because uh, I started following... Uh, Oh, no, no, it was after Volbeat came out. I started following, like, Pokemon news pretty heavily in between uh, Ruby Sapphire, Gen 3 and Gen 4. And one of the big things that happened was they revealed, like, Cricketot. It's like, ah, oh, yes, the pre-evolution to go between these two. The pre-evolution that splits into Lumise and Volbeat. And then, obviously not. That's a disappointment. I mean, we did get Doodly Whoop. Um, but, uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's not the same. Not the same. Uh, but yeah, okay, I'm done. Uh, Mark, do you want to try to upset any of these or? Yeah, I don't know if I can upset the top five. I do just want to have a quick shout out to, to my boy Sleeve. I hope he's listening. I hope you're doing well, Sleeve. But I do really like Mega Pinsir. I don't think that's going to make the top five for me, but I do like it. And shout out to him. Mega Pinsir is good, but I feel like Mega Beedrill is just so much better. I agree. I agree. Uh, now as for bottom, oh man. Yeah, because I was, I was going to mention, um, the other ones I was going to mention would be like Volbeat as well. But for, for one that doesn't really do anything for me is Armaldo. Uh, I think it's fine. It's a fossil. It's doing its thing. Like, I don't disagree with that. And what's funny is I, I like it before it evolves. I just don't really like Armaldo. I think it, but just Armaldo, when I see it evolve, I'm like, I just, you were just so ugly. I do not like you. You were just like, why are you a thing? You know how long it took me to realize his eyes were on the side of his head growing up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was like the two red spots. I'm like, oh, those are his eyes. I mean, really, for me, the only one we didn't touch in the top five that is my like top tier and we well, we kind of touched on it would be uh, Volcarona. Yeah, it got five. It got top five in fire. So I, I really just don't want to put it in uh, top five here. 
Yeah. And you know, that's great. That's great. It is top five and fire too. I think that's fine. Um, I actually just get, I just got done. It was on my team for uh black two. Yeah. Cause I went through the effort of getting it uh, at like level 30, like doing that whole thing. And then it was on my team ever since. So I don't know. It's just one of my favorites. It's like a, a kind of legendary in the way that they released it. So I think that's pretty fun. All right. I don't have anything because this is basically my top five sand slither wings. So <laughs> <laughs> like I went, I prepped mine. Like, yeah, I'll have to uh, No, This is basically it. Uh, bottom five. I would just like to uh, casually dunk on beautifully. Uh, Ooh, one of really? the most on un- un- it's unnecessary. It's an early game bug that at least Doc stocks tried to do something different. It's just boring so if you look at what gen 3 was supposed to be uh it makes more sense right because gen 3 they did initially plan it out to be 200 new pokemon they they did plan they did plan for it to be originally a uh like a black and white situation uh which honestly if they would have done i think pokemon would have failed um but that's why a majority of the hoenn decks is just brand new hoenn pokemon and then they like sprinkled i think it's something like 120 130 some pokemon of the 200 are gen 3 pokemon then they uh then they sprinkle in the they fill in the rest with old pokemon that's because uh development was getting so late that they couldn't finish making all of the new pokemon Mm -hmm. and so that, that they sprinkled in the old ones um, so Beautifly, Beautifly wasn't supposed to be like living alongside Butterfree. Yeah, no, I get it. And, but now it does. And so I think it's just an unfortunate mistake of just like things not going exactly. I mean, it, it goes along with Masquerade. I think Masquerade is a problem for the same reason as Beautifly. I just think Masquerade is just worse at it. It's too many butterflies. Everything you tried to do with Beautifly to differentiate it just does hasn't stuck for me. Like it's supposed to be vicious. Is it? Yes, it has multiple dex entries about it being, like, psycho and cruel. But do you know what? They did the same thing with a different split evolution from that gen. And Gorbis did it better. I mean- Gorbis did do it better, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think it is totally unnecessary. But I also, it is sort of a low point in what I think is probably the best gen, which is for Pokemon in general, which is three. Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily supplants anybody on the bottom five. All right. Well, then that's our list. Then uh, this was one of the most agreeable lists I think we've ever had. Nice. <laughs> In our top five, we've got Scissor, Heracross, Buzzwool, Galvantula, and Mega Beedrill. In our bottom five, we've got Masquerade, Pineco, Spideops, uh, Burmy, and Friends. <laughs> and Friends. I mean, what else are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> so it's. Uh, yeah, that's the list. Let us know, of course, in the mailbag next week, what are your top and bottom uh, uh, bug type Pokemon and why? We'd love to hear from you. Um, I just want to know how people can pick anything different. Yeah, right. Uh, on that note, though, guys, uh, send them in to PokePodcast.gmail.com, and we're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 994, Iron Moth, the Paradox Pokemon. It's Pokemon Violet Pokedex entry reads, no records exist of this Pokemon of this species being caught. Data is lacking, but the Pokemon's traits match up with an object described in an old book. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Iron Moth is bug-shaped, so we thought it'd be appropriate to be the Pokemon of the episode this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Moth is a Paradox Pokemon, so it means it's generally uh, pretty okay 
Um, it's got uh, 80 HP, 70 attack, 60 defense, 140 special attack, 110 special defense, and 110 speed. Um, mm-hmm. It is a fire poison type, so it's just uh, it's just slightly better selling it. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to tell. It also gets booster energy uh, usage. Mm-hmm. And of course, because it's a Paradox Pokemon, it gets Quark Drive as the ability. So one day there's going to be not a like if Tapu Koko ever comes back. So help us, God. Um, if Paradox Pokemon and Tapu Koko get to exist. It's all right. Uh, Electric Surge will be the hidden ability for Arcaludon. For yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it will be. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, if that happened, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be so smug. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. But yes, uh, we do get uh, Iron Moth. I mean, the move pool is fantastic. Honestly, Fire's Poison is a weird but okay typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you get Quad Resist against Fairy, which not a lot of things can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but it it is... Oh my gosh, it's got eight resistances. Oh my gosh. Um, fighting, Poison, Bug, Steel, Fire, Grass, Ice, and Fairy, all half damage. Uh, but it is weak to uh, a couple very common types. Yeah, water and ground and rock, especially less and so psychic. psychic and psychic. Yeah, but oh yeah, and psychic. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, unfortunate, but yeah, it's uh, it's a good Pokemon. We do have a team to go along with it today. This is for uh, OU, I believe. Yep. Um, and so I'm just gonna go ahead and grab these first two. Uh, we've got the Iron Moth holding a booster energy, so it can get a uh, boost to its. I believe looking here, special attack. No, it's a speed actually. Yeah, based on the spread, um, it is. Uh, it's a ghost type. It's got 124 defense, 132 special attack, and 252 speed. That spread is important just so you can make sure you get the speed boost off the booster energy. Uh, timid nature, uh, fiery dance, sludge wave, substitute, and terra blast. The terra type is ghost, uh, which is just something to always have like good ghost coverage is always nice and you don't get faked out and a bunch of other nonsense doesn't happen to you i was gonna say to avoid ursaluna that i remembered no it it has better scrappy yeah yep 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 uh the next up is uh one of my favorite pokemon from gen 9 and one of linian's least favorite uh toad scroll uh uh holding uh focus ash uh, it has its uh, awful ability in mycelium might uh because we can't have a pokemon with base 100 speed click and spore um, it is also got a ghost terror type, max special attack and max speed over here. Uh, timid nature. So you're going vroom, vroom. You've got your leaf storm. You've got spikes. You've got rapid spin and you've also got spore, uh, because Ooh. yeah, my selenite. I love that as their answer to you. Well, we can't have a Pokemon with base wonder speed having spore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, somebody take the next two. I don't care who it is. I can. Okay. Uh, We'll do Kamo. Uh, we got that throat spray he's holding with bulletproof, of course. Uh, Terra type is normal. 252 atta- uh, special attack uh, for special defense. 252 speed. We've got that timid nature. And of course, we have boom burst, uh, clinger soul, clinging scales, and flamethrower to just, you know, coverage. Be loud. Uh, yeah, you click yeah. clinger souls, and then you click uh, whichever attack yeah, exactly. kills at deadest. Yep. Right. <laughs> Uh, it yep. does its thing and it's good and we all love it. Um, next, we have King Gambit with black glasses, Supreme Overlord, of course, with Dark Terror type, 252 attack for defense, 252 speed with that adamant nature. Uh, Swords Dance, Kowtow Cleave, 
Sucker Punch and Iron Head because I mean that's just kind of what it does. Yeah. Um, I wish yeah, it. Would, I wish it looked better. I don't know. I, I know. I know. Better. I know. So, anyways, <laughs> it's supposed to look like you know Daimyo sitting on its throne, but I always think of it just like some like weird guy in a sauna. Yeah, I, just, I agree with he's that. Actually, sitting on a brick. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a fan. But do you yeah. know what I am a fan of? I can't think of this book. Azuril. Azumarill, rather. <laughs> wow. Uh, Azumarill here is holding a citrus berry. I was looking at it and I'm like, what are you? What is this thing? <laughs> it's holding a citrus berry with the ability huge power. Uh, it's got 252 speed, 252 attack, which to me sounds wrong, but uh, who am I to argue? 4 HP, uh, Jolly Nature, Belly Drum, Play Rough, Aqua Jet, Encore. Other Yay. than than Encore, that's just a very standard Azumarill. You hit your belly, then you Aqua Jet. Right. I have not seen... Uh, why has it got Encore? I guess maybe it's for like... Why has it got speed it? investment? King, King yeah, Gambit? I don't know. Must be. Uh, then lastly, we have Thunderous Therian uh, with choice specs of Volt Absorb, of course, has its ability with 252 special attack, 4 special offense, and 252 speed, timid nature. Running Volt Switch, Terra Blast, Thunderbolt, and Grass Knot with a Terra Flying. You mm. you click the attack move. That is... Uh, this that isn't is, a difficult team, okay? Like This this team is literally <laughs> hyper offense. Like, it, it's just, we put a bunch of setup mons on a team together, and it works. Like, hyper offense is one of those things where, yes, objectively, there is some strategy to play. But breaking it down, there's not a lot to go over. Yeah, it... Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, this is the team. We're going to put it on the Discord server for you. You can take a look at it. But until next time, uh, we will... Uh, we're going to kick it on over to that mailbag, guys. And you can yeah. uh, you can hear what your friends had to say. So let's kick it on over to that. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think of the questions we typically ask. Uh, but before we get to the question we asked you last week, I want to remind you that if you send an email and you spark a good amount of discussion or if we just really like your email, we will give you the green Taurus badge on the server, which honestly is just changing your name green on the Discord server. So please uh, uh, send them in. Get that little uh, that little bump to uh, to your ego. <laughs> It's it's sponsored, of course, by the uh, fictional energy drink Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves, hooves, or hooves. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go ahead, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, give these emails a read. Uh, last week we asked you guys what you thought about Mega Evolution in the past, and if you like it now, or if you want it to come back. So we're gonna jump right on into it. Our first email this week is gonna be from the Real EV, and this is mine. Hey, what is new, Puckle Crew? It's your somebody's third favorite evolution here, the real Eevee. Oh, <laughs> Highly enjoyed last week's episode on Mega Evolution and mechanics. Personally speaking, I would love to see Megas come back in some shape or form. I think Jushiro touched on it during last week's conversation. The Megas felt like it had a real impact, like like they like they had. It could be because I grew because of the year I grew up in with Dragon Ball Z, Digimon, and various other animes, though. Uh, when you Mega Evolved your Pokemon for the first time, it just felt so dynamic. I haven't felt that with Dynamax, and sadly, ta- Terrestrialization, even though I think Terrestrialization is a really cool mechanic. 
the whole time you all were talking about all I could think about is the terrestrialized version of beloved Mega Evolutions would probably be way too broken and would ha- happen to look sick. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I know that Pokemon probably would never give that big of an arsenal to play against. Mm. There was also something I wanted to touch on from two podcasts back. The Illustrator Contest. Uh, the Illustrator Contest. I'm throwing my hat into the ring. I'm not the best artist, but we all know if you're on the Discord, I love Pokemon art. It's true. And I'm going to go off Thatch's idea. By now, you've probably seen me flood the Pokemon art on updates which, with what I'm doing, and I probably shouldn't be, but hey, it's good to get the encouragement. Honestly, I'm glad Pete, I'm really glad that he posted in there. Uh, yeah. It's nice to see all this stuff. Yeah, I, I actually, I knew about this, but only because of Facebook, because he and I are Facebook friends. Oh, okay. Uh, well, guys, this email's probably dragging on a bit long. I want to say thank you to everyone in the community for giving me a little bit of courage to do this, and I really appreciate later, uh, appreciate it later puckle people the real ev well thank you for that i I, i've seen like the initial sketch but i haven't i didn't realize he was posting in pokemon art oh really oh wow it's colored now that's way cooler it's way way cooler that's awesome i like it i like like people posting that channel in general so yeah yeah i always encourage it yeah all right well thank you for that ev next one is going to be from the aussie crocodile and i believe you got this one mark all right. Good day, Puckle Crew. To this day, I am yet to wield the power of Mega Evolution, as I missed out on all the games that use the mechanic. That's sad. Uh, I must admit, I feel that there is a big hole in my Pokemon journey as a result, so I would love to if Megas were brought back to Gen 10 or thrown in a nice little remake. I do feel as though I got a little taste in Megas throat, uh, thrown in the Poke Paradox mons. For example, if uh, Among Us got a Mega Evolution, I would expect to see a brute bonnet-like creature erupt in my screen. Yeah, that's fair. Um, potatoes, patat, partados, partados. Huh. Never saw it written like that. Um, partados. Partados. Uh, maybe it's an Australian thing. I don't know. Uh, when we saw, I don't know. <laughs> when we saw Ash, Ash battle his way to become the world champ, I did a little, have a little hope that he would get all the gimmicks returned in some way or another, uh, in the JM9 games. Who knows? Maybe with Blueberry Academy being a battle oriented place, you might see something like that. Dreams are free, I suppose. Uh, the blue, uh, blueberry director gives off a mad collector vibe. I could see him wanting to slice of the mega pie. Uh, speaking of dreams being free, personally, I would love to see a Snorlax mega. Give, give the bloke a six pack or a set of Pharaoh wings. I reckon that would go down with a treat. Uh, <laughs> cheers, the Aussie crocodile. I know he means abs, but I just imagine it, it's like mega. It just gets a case of beer. <laughs> that, I agree with that. That'd be great. Uh, no, I feel like Gigantamax Snorlax was the closest thing to a Mega we'll ever see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, I, and I don't disagree with Gigantamax Snorlax, honestly. I, I'm very okay with it. It's one of the better ones, yeah. It is. Yeah, oh, of the Gigantamaxes, for sure. There's, like, three good ones. Right. Yep, it's, like, Cinderace, uh, Snorlax, and... Kingler. Kingler forever. Yeah, Kingler. Yeah. I think Kingler's pretty good. Uh, the only reason I like Kinglers is because I'm like, yeah, this is what Mega Kingler would look like. I, I right? guess I, I guess I don't hate Al Creamies. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I think G-Max was just like, I don't know. It, was fi- it feels so flat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Mechanic wise. I just, I don't know. Like the story of Gen 8 is like, you tried. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about Gen 8. No, the story of Gen 8 is you want us to think that you tried. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Yeah, I... Yeah, Gen 8 just feels... The only thing that I think is a banger from Gen 8 are the Pokemon designs. Yes. Uh, I, I mostly agree. I think the Gen 8 Pokemon designs were bangers. Mostly agree. 
I I can't think of too many that are terrible outside of Choodle. <laughs> Choodle, Sobble. Sobble's fine. Sobble's fine. Yeah. My my thing is I've always and I I've claimed this pretty much since since we've we've gotten into Gen Nine. Gen Nine is frustrating because it's a very good game with horrific that runs runs horribly, indefensibly bad. You're absolutely correct. Yes. Gen 9 is, to me, it's the you tried game. I would love to spend more time in it, but it's it's hard to when it runs so poorly. I agree. On the other hand, Gen 8, it's a flawed product. Start top yes. to bottom. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Gen 9 is very good gameplay-wise. I just, like, the game is very good. If it ran perfectly, man, would that be a good game. You know, I, I have other issues with it, but I mostly agree. I do know that, like... Uh, actually, Linian, when you came to visit visit me in person, you asked me like when we were playing. You're like, "How would you rate this game?" And I remember I couldn't answer you, and that was kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm like, "There's so many good parts to it; it's great." But then there's also the parts I'm like, "Yeah, this is really horrendous." What's like a horrendous part for you? Well, the graphics. I'm really not a huge. I mean, I don't disagree with you there. So the one I don't think it's horrendous, but I'm really not a fan of the sandwiches. Yeah. There's so much that focuses on the sandwiches in the game itself that I, in fact, I don't really like them just makes it so there's a whole part of the game that I just don't really like engaging with uh, unless I have to. I do hate that the sandwiches are like kind of your shiny hunting method now. It is. I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know. Like I keep thinking of like, what, what does Thatch like as a shiny hunting method? Like what is Thatch's ideal version of a shiny hunting method? And I look at the past and I'm like, well, Pokey Radar was kind of hard. So maybe that's not it. And then I look at uh, I look at Gen Seven and SOS battles were too easy slash annoying. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's that's garbage. And, and what I always circle back to is just Dex Nav. Yeah. Like Dex Nav is is my favorite shiny hunting method of all time. As much as I didn't want a Gen Three remake, I think they did a good job of games making games. Yeah. Well, I, f- I feel like we should probably move to the, the Mega Evolution email, our last yep. one here from Nico. Yes. Uh, happy Spooky Month, Puckle Crew. Yeah. Nico here, happy to talk, about, here to talk about something spooky. He did the O thing? Uh, that's <laughs> right, it's Mega Evolution. Seriously, though, those Mega Pokedex entries are pretty horrifying. Yeah. Before X and Y was released, I hated the idea of Mega Evolution. I guess I was just a defiant person, so I had to play the game to come around to it. Now that the attack mechanic has been going for so long, the idea of Megas someday returning has been more hype than ever. And yes, Megas are coming back. That's right. I, too, am a believer. It's okay. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm not a believer. I am not. I Like, I wanted to come back, but... It- We're not... They're not coming back until Kalos remakes, okay? Yeah, you're absolutely correct, Lydian. But they never, they never left, guys. They're in Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's all right. That'll be gone in a couple of years at this rate. Yeah. Uh, like, Pokemon... The fact they're in Pokemon Go, Pokemon Unite's using them now. Yeah, they have them Unite. They were in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX. It's just so frustrating to see them, like, everywhere but the main games now. Yeah. Uh, to continue the email, between games, between rem- game remakes and Legends games, we're certainly revisiting Kalos. I know there's a debate of about if remakes should keep releasing. There is? Uh, I... I have heard some discourse about this because it'll, like BDSP put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, I think as long sure. as Game Freak's one of them, it's fine. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that Game Freak will be... I, I think they're going to keep going the like third-party developer route, but I don't know. They, they really need to start leaning on additional studios, I think. 
or just you know hire more people yes i mean it's the same answer but you're correct yes now that the mechanic oh blah, 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 blah. Anyway, my uncle works at nintendo told me they'll keep making them either way it won't be long before callus returns right after unova mega evolution will be back it's inevitable Considering how much Pokemon seems to love Mega Evolution in TCGO, Unite, uh, and Pogo, rather, in Unite, I suspect the return of Megas will be a huge blowout. Think about it, every, every generation since 6 being represented, nope, that could really breathe some real vitality and freshness into the gimmick. On top of that, it would be amazing to see how Megas are handled in a Legends game. I actually am kind of looking forward to, like, Legends Kalos. Oh, that'll be great, because it'll be a war. Yeah, I know, wouldn't it be cool? You start the game. Your city is under a bombardment. Try and survive. <laughs> you have to. T- that's how they teach you how to tuck and roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's like here. You, you wake up. You're in the trench. I think the RCS phone is very cool. I like it. I assume we're going to keep playing like normal humans who from the future who get sent back to this. And I just once, just once want you to run into someone else, like another, like the, the PC from legends Arceus, who's just like, Oh, I know what's going on. Yeah. I've been there. All right. Have a seat. We're going to talk about this. Oh. With all that said, I've got a little question for today's panel. What new after gen six Pokemon would you want to see mega evolve? Perhaps a weak or forgettable Pokemon or just something you think would be cool. For me, the answer is Flamigo. I want a mega stone to untie the knot on its neck and see what horrors erupt from its body. That's interesting. <laughs> Things that I like two Pokemon that come to mind that I think would have cool megas or you could have cool megas with one is Phalanx. I think mega Phalanx would be super interesting. Yeah. Crebuche shoots Phalanx. <laughs> honestly. Well, I love the I love the I, I honestly love the animations of Phalanx that they have. Um, and I think it's I think it's just a cool Pokemon. Um, and then also like Stone Journer, I think would be really interesting to see Mega Stone yeah. Journer, where it's just like it's just the rest of them to form Stonehenge or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I those those are the two that directly like Pokemon that I think could use a Mega in my mind. I feel like their designs are there, but they're just not great enough yet. Yeah, I want to see Mega Bramblegast. No, Ooh. nobody wants that. It could be cool. It's just kind of crippled by having weird stats. And until it until this uh, DLC, it didn't have a good ghost move at all. Yeah, yeah. Now it's got Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I think you could do a lot with it that could be really fun. If nothing else, give it a cowboy hat made out of thorns. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Okay, I like that design. I'm into it. That You saved Bramblegast by giving it a cowboy hat. Yeah, I like that too. You've redeemed it. Uh, alternatively, give it a violin and let it sell its soul. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Mark? Is there anything that you can think of, like, post-Gen 6? <sighs> I don't know. Um, how about Spidops? Let's have Spidops get Omega. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Honestly, like, this doesn't answer the question. I think it'd be really cool if a lot of the G-Max forms just got turned into Megas. I mean, that's basically yeah. what they've done in pretty much every, like, ROM hack or whatever. Yeah, that's what they should do because like G Max Butterfree is a cool design, and I think Butterfree deserves a Mega to go along with Beedrill. Yeah, I I think it's kind of a shame that it didn't get one. I mean, we could probably do the same thing with Fly Flygon should get a Mega. <laughs> the number of people that asked for that even before like it was announced that they tried to give it to one, but they couldn't come up with an idea. Hey, that's as annoying as the people who are just like Gen Three remakes confirmed, right? Mm-hmm. I think about that, and that meme's still going, and we're gonna get Gen Five remakes confirmed. If they do remakes again, like a generation back to back, I'm actually going to be kind of surprised. They haven't done that in a while. 
who knows? It's going to be kind of interesting. We'll see. Yeah, if Unova comes back, I don't know. There's like some heavy Unova hints, obviously, in the DLC. So it's also the next one. I'm just kind of hoping they're just like, that's your Unova callback for now. See you later. Look, the sooner we get to Gen 7 remakes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, this one, this is like, I didn't feel old when we got BDSP, but this one makes me feel old. Yeah, this one ages me a bit. This one makes me feel old. Like Gen 7 remake or Gen 4 remakes. I'm like, this is where Puckle started. This this feels really good. This feels full circle. And then Gen 5 remakes me go make me really sad. But yeah. Well, do we have anyone we want to give the uh, Green Taurus badge to? Uh, I don't have a preference. Do you guys have a preference? Mm. I mean, have, it, have we already given it to any of these guys? I haven't checked. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. Um, they can get double green Taurus badge. I don't know. I don't know. Nico made Linian say a really horrible sentence, and I think that's funny. That's fair. I think I'm into it then. Uh, yeah, Nico, you get it for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But yeah. But yeah, uh, this is going to be it for the Puckle Podcast today. If you want to email us next week, let us know what your top and bottom five bug type Pokemon are. Uh, you will need to get those in pretty early this week, actually, because we're going to be recording early. Mm-hmm. Additionally, you need to go ahead and uh, you can send me, uh, you can send those emails in, but you can also come and hang out with us at PuckleDiscord.com over on the Discord. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Additionally, you can uh, follow or check us out on YouTube at YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. Some additional content there. You can go ahead and you can also check out uh, oh my gosh, so many other things. Twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast, though I don't think I'm going to be streaming until I get back from Japan. And then you can go ahead and follow us over on, uh, you can follow us at Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast and support the show. There's some uh, extra bonus content there, a few different episode shows for you to go check out. Uh, additionally, you can go ahead and follow us over on, uh, or not fo- follow us, but you can help us out if you buy cardboard like me over at trollandtoad.com and use code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout for a 5% discount. But for now, guys, uh, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Linian. I'm Mark. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 